0: There's a flaw in human nature. More than 200 people have been killed, and hundreds You'll of others have nice been also wounded claimed in a many After a person with a gun fired several shots into a classroom. You can go out here and get drunk and get a little peace. You can go out and take some drugs and have some little peace and tranquility. The Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a short season. There are 7.5 billion people. Living on the face of the planet today, 70% of which are hopelessly wandering through life, empty, with no future or purpose. You have what they are longing for. You have the solution. Jesus Christ said, I am the way. Come to Christ. You are called to be a minister of the gospel. I've come to spread the fire of heavenly love upon the earth. God has empowered you for a time like this and is waiting for you to take action. (laughs) So the question is simple. What if? Hey guys, welcome to the first ever N1S Podcast. Uh, I, I'm, one, just want to say super honored and super pri- privileged to be able to um, do this. You know, I, I really felt this has been on my heart for a while, and now I'm able to get on here and, and appeal to more of the Gen Z um, generation and able to talk about a whole lot of things and a whole lot of questions that people have Um just a quick backstory to to get where the the podcast name came from. Um, N1S stands for No One Safe. So I say about last year after conference in August, um, me and, and someone who's who's my really good friend, my brother uh, Cole Clark. You'll you'll see probably see him on here. You will see him on here. Um, we went out and evangelized, and we got about uh, 40 plus people saved and our our slogan was just like no one's safe, like every day we went out it was like, "Who can we go and and tell about the gospel today and that was just our slogan like no one's safe from hearing the gospel no one's safe from being having the opportunity to come and know jesus and that was just really the you know the love that we have is is to really just uh spread the truth to people that's what i'm just huge, and I just love um having people hear the truth and know about the truth so in this podcast for uh i say that our our main topic for a bit will be apologetics and apologetics is pretty much learning how to defend your faith and how to uh and simply knowing what you believe because how can you truly believe something if you don't know why you believe about it and that's even um brought up in the scripture if we look in first peter uh chapter 3 verse 15 it says but sanctify christ as lord in your hearts Always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you, yet with gentleness and reverence. So, with apologetics, um, I watch a lot of guys on YouTube like Ravi Zacharias and Frank Turek and uh, people like Preston Perry. He, he has a, a YouTube page called Bow TV. And I watch these videos, and uh, they're amazing because a lot of people believe that to be a Christian. That a lot of people believe that our, our, us as Christians, the only evidence we have is our Bible. Yes, it's amazing evidence, but that's not the only evidence we have. We have historical evidence. We have scientific evidence. We have philosophical evidence to prove what we believe in. And I, it, and also, the uh, point of apologetics is uh, apologetics isn't to make someone look stupid or to make someone look dumb. It, it's to bring the truth to somebody and... And show them that what you believe in is true, why you believe in it is true, and why they can also have the correct knowledge to believe in that also. Because, I mean, if you come to someone and say, hey, you know, what you believe in is dumb and is stupid, this is why I'm right, they are nine times out of ten they're not going to listen to what you have to say. So the topic I, I really want to get into today and what, what I've been on for a little bit is morality in a godless world. And it's it's it, it sparks the question is, is who decides right from wrong, right? So say we, we truly live in a godless world. There's no, there's no God. Uh, we we really came from you know a single cell organism, and then it one day reproduced itself, and you know now we're just a clump of cells walking through the earth. And after we die, it slides out. You know we're just floating through space. Who decides the right from wrong, right? How can you tell, if we truly live in a godless world, how can you tell that a murderer, that murder is wrong? Because in a a world with no God, how how do you define that? How do you define the fine line between what's right and what's wrong? How do you define that racism is wrong? How do you define that murder is wrong? How do you define that theft is wrong? Because if there's no God that means we have we truly have no purpose here we truly have no value and there's nothing after life right it's just black it's just black so how can you say to a murderer hey murder is wrong cuz i i can tell you um so i did some some research a while ago and uh i was re- i was watching this guy i mean we're doing research on this guy named uh Jeffrey Dahmer was like this a serial killer and rapist and cannibal, right? He killed a whole bunch of people. They found, like, chopped up bodies in his freezer. He was eating people, all types of stuff. So they did an interview, right? They gave him an interview. And they asked him, they was like, how do you feel about all these people and and other reporters saying, like, they're blaming your parents for the way you are? And and Jeffrey Dahmer, he was like, he he started crying. And he was like, "I, I truly feel, you know, so horrible. He's like, I feel so bad because these people are blaming my parents and I, I do not they didn't do anything wrong. Like, I had a good life. I didn't have a traumatic life. Like, they raised me right. They're amazing parents. And he was like, but if I had to blame my dad for one thing, the one thing I would blame him for is that he gave me a book on evolution, right? And in that evolution book, it translated to him, it, it, it gave him revelation that, Human, human has humans have no life, have no value, have no purpose, right? Because we just we're just a clump of cells. So we're just a clump of cells. We have no value, no purpose. What's wrong with killing somebody? Then? There, you can't tell him that he was wrong if if there's no God, if there's truly no God. And it also stems down to how going back to the question, how do we define? How do you define right from wrong in a world with no God? Who decides that? And there's actually a, I think, like a social contract, social contract theory, right, where people believe that they pretty much come together. We come together as a society, and the majority decides what's right and what's wrong. But if that's true, um, we look at multiple times in history where the majority has decided what was right and what's wrong, but then it's shifted. So that's really, it really comes down to objective or subjective. Objective, which is concrete fact, there's one truth. And then subjective, where it's going based off how you feel. So, for instance, uh, with like slavery, right? Where they like, enslaved a, a, a mass number of, of Africans, right? they uh, The society of America as a whole decided that this was okay, this was right. They seen, oh, well, you know, we can get. A whole bunch of money from it, we can get a whole bunch of production from it, and this is helping America and it was I mean it truly was helping America. That's what to them what it was right, but in reality, we know that slavery was the most horrible thing to ever one of the one of the most horrible things that ever happened, right People deserve rights, they don't deserve to be treated as slaves. but in the social contract theory, what people believe is that it goes based off of the society's majority. So that means there's still no, no definitive right from wrong. It's more of how we feel. What we feel is right or what we feel is wrong. If you look at someone, and I remember, um, I was scrolling on Facebook a little while ago, and it was something something had came up about like villains. Like, oh no no no! It was like, what is the most traumatic or like movie death? And the guy was like, um, uh, it was really for me was Killmonger on Black Panther. And they were like, Killmonger, he wasn't really a villain. He had really, really good motives. He just went about it the wrong way. But in reality, if you look at it from the point his point of view, it was good motives and he was going about it in the best way possible. So was he truly right or was he truly wrong? And that's when it comes back to is there's no definitive line. When there's no God, there's no definitive line. There's no objective line of right or wrong. There's no way an atheist could... Could argue or tell someone that what they believe is wrong, or or murder is wrong, or racism is wrong, because there's no final line. They would say, "Well, I feel, well, I feel like it's not. I feel like murder. I'm saying I am. I feel like m- murder isn't wrong. I feel like racism isn't wrong, because it's based off how you feel instead of there being what objective truth." And then it comes back to a, another. I mean, it goes to another point: is where does our moral compass come from? And a moral compass is that feeling you get in your body where you know if you do something right or if you do something wrong. Like, I, I say this all the time, is no one has to teach a baby. No one had to teach you that murder was wrong. No one. No one had to teach you that, that you can't go out and kill people. Right? If you see a baby, if you see a baby um, and they do something they're not supposed to, They give it away. They have that face, that look on their face where like, oh, I just messed up. I just did something wrong. Even ones that can't even speak, they know, oh, dang, I messed up. I've done something wrong. Um, I remember I was talking with um, Mother Mindy the other day, and she was like, I remember a time where, you know, Sophia, their daughter, had told a lie. And she was like, Sophia, did you just lie? And she said she had that look on her face where she was like, oh, like, I just messed up. And now she didn't know what a lie was, but she knew it was wrong. So, so where does our moral compass come from? And I can actually show you where where it comes from in the Bible. In Romans two, chapter two, verse fifteen, it says, "They showed that the work of the Lord is written on their hearts." Right. Um, the work of the law is written on their hearts. So, um, if the law is written on our hearts, and 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 w- which is cool with. with um, in the Bible if you see, which I when they use the term heart, they a lot of the time they're also talking about the mind because at the time what they believed in in that time they believed in that everything came from the heart. You know, you thought from the heart, you made your decisions from the heart, everything came from the heart. Before they knew that it's where our mind, where we think, and where we make our decisions. So you see when they talk to the Jews, when they say heart, replace it with mind. The word is written on our mind. If the word is written on our mind and that's where we make our decisions. Then that's where that's where you can see where, where our moral compass is, because it, and it says in um, in Genesis that we are made in the, the image of God, right? And I just want to pull up this scripture because I am taught to always show where it says in the Bible and not just say. Um, but in, in in Genesis chapter one verse twenty says it says Then God said, "Let us make man in our image, after our likeness," right? So if God is a moral God, God is a just God, that means and He and He made us in His image, in and after His image, that means we must in a sense, or we do, are have some type of morality in us and have some type of just in us, or we know about it, or we have a a, a fine line. And he even says, you know, if we go back to His Ten Commandments in, in Exodus chapter twenty. As, you know, it says, you know, not to kill, not to steal, not to lie. And if those things are, are, are written on our heart, then then we know. We know from right off the bat, well, no one had to teach me that murder was wrong. No one had to teach me that stealing was wrong. No one had to teach me that telling a lie was wrong. I mean, I knew it in my heart. I knew it in my, in my mind when I made the decision, like, this is, is not right. So... um, and, and this is not saying, like, a lot of people get this mixed up, is that people can't be good, good, quote-unquote, good, right? I'm not saying that atheists can't be good. I'm saying that without God, there's no definitive line between good or bad or right or wrong. There's no definitive line at all. And they can't argue that. They can't tell you where morality has come from. They can't tell you why, what racism is wrong. They can't tell you why murder is wrong. Without saying, well, I guess it's just what we believe, right? I guess it's just what we believe. Or some will say there's some atheists or agnostics that believe, well, we came to the decision because it's better as a society that we don't kill or that we don't murder. So then, if we use that argument, okay, well, it's better as a. And this is just an example. It's better, and it's better as a society at, to take one race and enslave them. Because it's better for our society That doesn't sound right right? It doesn't, that doesn't mean it's okay or, or it's not okay That doesn't explain it Just because it's better for, for society doesn't mean anything You see with, with Hitler What was his motives? He said we're going to do these things Because it's better for our society right? They're going to bring He was going to bring Germany back To being one of the strongest powers in the world why, That's why he did those things but that, well, we clearly know that Hitler was wrong in everything he does, and he was a very, very evil man. So, um, and it's it, it's amazing at, at how you look at it, and it really sparks a question. And people literally take the blueprint of 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 what the Bible says and and what and the the morality of God, and then atheists and agnostics try to take it upon themselves and try to take it and make it their own thing, right? This is good and this is bad why why is it good and why is it bad? it's based off what God believes not all of it I mean there's definitely some things that they believe that is okay and' it's good which is not going make sense and then we can even go into the, the topic of how who how do you determine value and, and purpose amongst people right if there's no God there's no God or there no godless world. going back to it or there's a clump of cells on a big, huge rock floating through space. You know, we die, it's lights out. How do you determine objective, absolute value amongst people? Right? Because, I mean, in reality, people will say, well, I give myself value. Okay, that's to you. That's how much you think you're valued. That's That's your purpose to yourself. Well, what about to someone else? What if they believe something else? And it goes back to objective and subjective. And we can't base things off of subjective because it's everyone's subjective opinion is different because it's based off how they feel and everyone feels differently. Not everyone feels the same. So there has to be a, a, an absolute truth. There has to be an objective truth. And, and in, And I fully on, fully on believe that, I mean, and it says in this word, and it's God. God is the objective truth. God is, is the final say. And that's why we know murder is wrong. That's why we, we know that there's value and purpose amongst people. Because if someone was to come to me and say, why is murder wrong? I could say, well, I know that every, all, everybody is created in the image of God. And that God has put a plan and purpose and a call and, on everyone's life. Right? And God has given them life. So say, for instance, me, who am I to go and take that person's life, right, when they have value? And if you really want to look at it, we say, what's their value? Well, I can tell you that, that my value was the only begotten son of God. I mean, the God's like his own son so I could be saved and I can walk in the plan that he has for me. Um, and, or people can say, why is racism wrong? Well, we're called to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And if you, if you think highly of yourself, then you must think highly of your neighbor, right? And these are God's people. So who are you to, to one, uh, say to someone, you know, you're lesser because the color of your skin or, or your background or where you come from, when God made them that way. So are you saying that God mistakenly made them that color or mistakenly made them that race? I, we, have, and we have a position of these things. Atheists and agnostics, people who believe we live in a, in, a, in a godless world, they don't. They can't tell you why these things are happening. Because at the end of the day, they would only say, Well, I feel, I think, I feel, I think. It would all be subjective. So I challenge you today think about morality in the godless world. Think about how literally it's impossible. Think about how without God, there's no way you could tell a murderer that murder is wrong. Without God, there's no way you can tell a racist. That racism is wrong. Without God, you can' there's no way you can tell a thief that stealing is wrong, right? So that's pretty much what I have for today. Um, like I said in this podcast, where I, I I really want to make this for for um and this is open for anyone to watch, but this will be more appeal to the Gen Z people around my age and younger and older. To really dive into questions like these and learn why we believe in what we believe and learn how to defend our faith. So, when we run into people, you know, run into athe- atheists and agnostics and, and, and Muslims and people who believe differently than us, we can sit down with them and have, you know, a, a, an amazing, uh, peaceful conversation. And then we can speak the word into their lives and they can easily, um, you know, start to see the truth that is of uh, that is Jesus, you know, the truth that is God. So, um, you know, keep a lookout.